I'm Alan Taylor, and today we're talking with Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. You're a delight, man. And watching you on TV, you've helped me bring up my children and helped them to become entrepreneurs. I believe they're more like you than any of the other sharks. Well, I'm very proud of that. I mean, I think what's great about Shark Tank is the platform it's become, and we're surprised that the producers, ABC, Mark Burnett, Sony, amazed at how we've captured that you know, entrepreneurial spirit for young people. Nine to 18-year-old girls is one of our fastest-growing demographics. Are you serious? Yeah, it's wow. amazing. No one would have thought a business show would, would catch on like that. And, of course, you know, we're big advocates now for entrepreneurialism. That's why I'm here today. We're celebrating that here in Seattle, which in some ways is the iconic bedrock of great entrepreneurship. Think of Amazon. Think of Microsoft and dozens of spinoffs from them. So it's great to be back. Let's talk about Kevin O'Leary. They give a tiny little bit about you at the beginning of Shark Tank. Tell us your story a little bit. Where, you know, who's Kevin O'Leary? I have a sort of a different background in the sense that when I was young, my dad died when he was 37. My mother remarried. And our new father, just graduated from Champaign-Urbana in Illinois, joined the ILO, which is International Labor Organization. And I lived in Cambodia, Phnom Penh, Taiwan, Japan, France, Ethiopia, Tunisia. Wow. And every two years we'd move because that was his job. And so that, even though I was, I was a teen in those days, I really had some remarkable experiences. I met Haley Selassie in Addis Ababa when he was, you know, the king of, of Ethiopia and he became a deity for the Rastafarians after that. He had lion cubs. Um, I met Paul Pot in Cambodia before he went insane and killed everybody. These were my experiences growing up, and I think as a global investor today, it's definitely changed my, my world vision and view of where we fit and how we compete and how I should invest and, and the things that I do with my time. It's interesting. Just, just hearing that little extra piece of you makes it more, I guess, palatable for you to be the hammer. My wife calls me the hammer. My kids call me there. But sometimes you got to just cut to the chase. And you've experienced so much in your life. You're an international, truly an international man. And you don't want to dilly-dally around. You cut to the chase. But I have a feeling that, you know, as much as I, I have to imagine there's a little bit of a television Kevin O'Leary and perhaps, you know, do you have children, family? What, what is your... Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm like anybody else. I've got two great kids I'm yeah. very proud of. I've told my kids I'm not giving them any money after they finish college, so they're, they're focusing on their studies. They've got to find a career for themselves. I wish them the best, and I'm doing that to them because my mother did that to me too, and I think it worked out. So, But I did make them a promise, and I said, look, if you have children of your own, I'll pay for them from the day of birth to the last day of college and their children. So I'd like to leave something as a legacy from yeah. what I did. But I'm very interested in working with entrepreneurs. Another reason I'm here, I've got 32 portfolio companies now wow. across multiple states in multiple geographies and different businesses and you know i'm agnostic to sector i found a lot of interesting things in just working with young people who want to start businesses good bad and ugly i mean they don't all succeed obviously but it keeps me very active i love to play guitar i have a wine business i was once a commercial photographer so i've gone back into that oh. business now i'm doing art shows in miami new york <laughs> los angeles chicago i sell my work for charity so i'm keeping busy doing the stuff i like to do it's interesting though because i, I know that I, I mean just sitting here with you and seeing the guy instead of the man on tv you're a guy you're a dad you know you're a husband sure and we all are but i mean yeah. we shouldn't shark tank is important that i tell the truth as i like to say i'm the only shark that 
tells the truth because, you know, beside me is Barbara and Laurie, and they're always saying, well, look, I'm not going to invest in with you, but I want you to feel good about what you're doing. And I say, that's crap. The guy's business <laughs> is going to go to zero. He's right. wasting all of his family's money, and you're not telling them the truth? I'll do that. Yeah. And, you know, I take a lot of flack for being the only honest shark, but I don't care. Think about business. It's binary. It's black and white. Either you make money or you lose it. Right. And so you might as well tell somebody, stop wasting the lifeblood of all your toils and start something else. This idea is yeah. stupid. Are your parents still alive? No. I have a stepfather that is alive, but my original mother and father are dead. You know, my first dad died when he was 37, so yeah. that's a long time ago. My mother was a major influence on me in her investment philosophy was don't spend the principal, only the interest, mm. which really made me a very conservative investor, except for my venture portfolio, which is all over the map. We're talking with Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, and we're going to find out more about him right after this. Stay with us. Kevin O'Leary, one of our speakers, joining us right now from Shark Tank. There's so much more. I mean, I, I was just the other day, I thought, well, I may get a chance to meet this guy. So I watched that beginning of Shark Tank, and it talks about your first business that you sold. And then I actually, for the first time, been watching you for years, heard that it was something to do with children. Talk about that. Yes, it was uh, the learning company. It was a consumer goods software company. And, um, you know, I'd had a previous experience working for a cat food company, Nabisco Brands, when I came out of college. And I learned a lot about how the cat food business works it's basically liver paste and sea of japan tuna and everything is built on those two platforms those are the two engines you put bacon bits in or tomato pieces or whatever and you create a new flavor but it's always the two the right. liver paste and the, the tuna. base so i took that and i applied it to the consumer software business in reading and math i said look we're going to have just two development teams we're going to create software for reading and math scores between ages of three and seven and we ended up owning that market. We grew like wildfire because our, our costs were lower than our competitors. We bought all our competitors, mm. and we were eventually acquired by the Mattel Toy Company for $4.2 billion oh because we were encroaching on you know Barbie playtime. People were using CDs in those days. price of computers broke through $1,000. Walmart started selling PCs. They approached us and said, how about you meet us on new pricing on software? And with Walmart, we sold millions and millions of copies. Mm. They changed the industry forever, and that was the what I call the democratization of software, because it used to be for the elite who right. could afford to pay hundreds sure. of dollars. And we were selling software for $9. Now, let's take it from that point forward. Were you freaked out when you sold that company? And you're like, OMG. Yeah, it, it, I think the experience, that was my first exit. And so, you know, I was working out of my basement in the beginning. I had no money. I, I love these stories. <laughs> yeah, I had pizza for my wedding. I couldn't even afford to have a wedding. And then one day I woke up and all of us, all of the founders, the 10 of us, we were filthy rich. But we didn't do it for greed of money. We were pursuing our passion to own this market. And, and what I tell my young entrepreneurs now that I teach, and I spend a lot of time teaching, is you never start a business for greed. That's not what it's about. It's really about the pursuit of freedom because yeah. what does it mean to be wealthy is you're free. You yeah. do what you wish with your time. And there's nothing more noble anyways than creating a company that creates jobs. I mean, that's what America is all about. That's why we have people from all around the world that come to Boston or Los Angeles or Dallas to start their company because they have access to capital, access to the largest market. I'm one of those immigrants. I'm the son of a Lebanese mother and an Irish immigrant. If it wasn't for what we have in America, I, we wouldn't be here right now. So I'm a huge fan of the process. But that was an interesting time for me because we woke up in the morning and we all went back to work, even though we didn't have to. We all showed up for work right. and looked at each other and said, what do we do now? <laughs> and many companies respond from that. And I, it's been an interesting journey. And now I'm an investor in 32 different companies. 
What is your greatest accomplishment? And it doesn't have to be in business. I mean, it could be that you, you did what we just talked about, but is there something that you hold dear to your heart that you just go, this is my favorite thing I did? There's a lot of things. I'm proud of my family, obviously. I'm glad that you know we've been able to stay together for 30 years. I mean, wow. that's not easy. We've had our tough times like any couple sure. does. But when I graduated from high school, I told my stepdad, look, I'm going to become a photographer. This is my role in life. And he said, I don't think so. I think you'll starve to death. You're not good enough a photographer. You hmm. should go pursue business. And e- even though I think that was harsh words, I did do that. And I think things have worked out. But Recently, in the last three years, I've gone back and looked at all of my work over the decades, and I've started to curate shows of my photography, and people are buying them for thousands of dollars. Do you have a website? I do. It's, it's actually my name, KevinO'Leary.com, and if you go to the photography segment, you'll see my current show. Awesome. And, and I'm selling the work for, for charity for teenage entrepreneurs in grades 11 and 12, but I just showed my work at Art Miami, then at Wynwood, and I've realized my dream now, maybe you would argue, oh, he's using celebrity to do it. That may be true. But real collectors are buying the work, and I, <laughs> that was what I wanted to do 40 years ago. Right. And I'm getting a chance to do it now. So I'd argue that being an entrepreneur provides a lot of freedom, and I'm going back and checking the box on things that mean a lot to me. As, as we wrap up the show, give us your one piece of advice that you would tell somebody as they launch into business the reason why you get in business. And you just kind of touched on it. but Yeah, I would be more succinct and say, if you have in your heart at any age, and it's probably more true for young people that can afford to take the risk in their 20s, and you feel that you want to be an entrepreneur, there's never a good time. It's just any time. You have right. to step off the boat and swim in the water and, and see what's going to happen. And half of it's you know, passion, serendipity, luck, whatever you want to call it. But I will say this. There's nothing more noble in America than starting a company and creating a job. That's it. It is the essence of who we are and what makes America so great. And I think we've got to pass that on and buy it forward for everybody. And the other thing is the freedom success provides has nothing to do with money. It's the time to do the things you want to do in life because it won't last forever. And this is what I'm enjoying now. I only do the things that matter a lot to me because I can afford to do them. Kevin O'Leary, Shark Tank. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. That's it for this week's show. I'm Alan Taylor. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. I'm